Oh, hello, Dan. How are you? Oh, hi, Merlin. How are you doing way up there? Oh, uh, you know, I'm terrific. All of the joy of the season to you and yours. Thank you. Same uh, to you. And I was just actually up your way. I was in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, you were here. Was that was that for work or were you yeah, just I had here for a little, the food? Little project uh, that meetings and uh, business mm-hmm. business, business papers, papers business. Uh, <laughs> and uh, hung out with your with your boy Scott Simpson a little bit. Oh, that's terrific! How's he doing? He's great. He's doing great. He's um, super tall. Yeah, he is. I don't see him as much as I'd like. Weird. Um, Dan, we're doing a little bit of a wackadoo thing here yeah. with levels and stuff. What, uh-huh. Does that does that make me too loud when I do that? Probably. Uh, too much loop back. I got to turn it down. Host, I'm going to be like, I can't hear. Okay. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. We help me remember a bit. Yeah. This is not, this is not the show. This is not, is. well, none this of is this is will. We'd be inside the bit. We're act like we don't know the show's happening. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Wait, I can't hear you now. Oh, Are no. Are you there? Yes. Wait, hang on. Stand by. Are you oh, there? no. Yes. Oh, now, okay. I, oh, I have to turn loop back one. Don't touch anything. It was working. I, I, okay. Well, right now, are you giving... Oh, God. There might be an echo. Oh, God. I hope not. No, there's no one on my side. <sighs> All right. You sound good here. Will you remind me of a bit, please? What's the bit? What's your bit where you make fun of me at the end of the year? What is it? What's, what's the oh, bit? Oh, it's... Uh, you Merlin's like to do the New Year's holiday resolution. Oh, the holiday Merlin's... <laughs> no, no. What was it? Holiday yeah. wrap-up? What was it? Merlin's top... Top, top picks, picks of the year or something, I think. Ah, that's so good. And I we blew it. <laughs> I know. I mean, hey, I Merlin, do you have it. any top picks for the year as we close out the year Hang before on, we get into right your here. New Year's resolutions? Let's see here. Uh, let's see. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God, yes. I have my top picks for 2022. And the ways that I'm, I'm looking forward in an assertive way to 2023. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Boy, I can really hear myself in the cans. This is weird. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I don't know what this is going to be. Dan, I'm here for I'm here for you. I'm here for the listeners. I just, I want to go wherever you want to go. I only had really one thing I wanted to mention and I can mention it at any time. Now let's but do you, yours first. Cause I feel like I've hogged the last couple episodes. Let's hit your, shut yours. your whore mouth. Come you on. have not done that let's, at all. Let's, let's do your thing. And then we'll go to sure my recording, thing. Dan? I see the little meters moving. Dan, I don't like to talk about the show on the show, but, um, I already recorded ma- 3.2 megabytes of data. Well, that's mostly me. <laughs> title um the um (laughs) writing that down you've seen what this looks like in logic mostly me um hey there's a thing that i've been talking about that it's not a secret exactly but it's something that's been in beta and i try to be you know okay enough about talking about stuff in beta but there's a thing that is that has officially come out into official public beta right now that i wanted to mention because i keep referring to it and it's really good. May I mention it? Mm-hmm, please. Ugh, this is a, this is not a paid endorsement. I don't no. really get paid for anything anymore. <laughs> but that's that's really not that's not the problem with the people at Readwise. Now I I'd seen that name before. If you go to readwise.org.com. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, God, worse. Readwise.io. I, I, I don't know if this is owned by Amazon. It might as well be. Readwise. Readwise up till now, I think, has mostly been a Alongside Goodreads, like sync up all of your highlights in different things. Um, you can log in with Amazon if you want to try it. Just go to readwise.io uh, and log in. So I, I mean, what's funny funny about this? Because are you try, I, are you just trying to capture like our listeners' private information with this site? Did you do this site? Yeah. Well, I mean, did I do this site? <laughs> I caused this site to exist. That's dot what I'm are saying. you? <laughs> <laughs> dot R-O-I, R-M-I, dot M-I. 
Readwise.io. Remember Monsters Inc. when uh, when Mr. Water 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 Waterford or whatever his name is says, uh-huh. um, the commercial and he says something about where am I, like we're Monsters Institute and it sounds like he's saying where am I? Where Remember am that? I? Get where the most I? out of what you read. Readwise makes it yeah. easy to revisit and learn from your, and then it's highlighted ebook and article highlights because that's the whole point of the thing, right? Which is cool, right? How the hell did I discover this? What is this thing? Okay, so do you see Reader up at the top? Yeah. Okay. Okay, then. So they did this thing that is, think of it as, you know, Insta uh, paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just said Instacart, which is my Instagram <laughs> title. Um, the, um, I'll never hear that. Tippy Toe Lemon Tree. Oh, by the way, that's the new code words we use to remember to check something in notes. Because oh. <sighs> you're using disk. Discord or whatever it is for not, sure. I'm always in the Discord. Ask me Discord. anything. Hashtag I imagine Merlin's Dis- here. What's the what's the transcribing one? Oh, the transcribe. Oh, you're talking about the Descript. Descript, isn't that? Yeah, what yeah, you, yeah. We know, yeah, we did. Uh, that's exactly it. But yeah. Alex, and I realized that when we say notes, 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 that's not actually all that helpful. Hmm. It's what what's called namespace pollution. Hmm. Point, the point being, take something like an Instapaper, like read it later service, mm-hmm. right? You've got Pocket. You got all these different ones. There's I, I've I've uh, enjoyed Matter. Matter is cool, and they have features that are cool. I wish I could remember how I found out about it, but I, I went directly to the people and I begged my way into the beta for this because it looked so much like something I I need that would I would use I would benefit from. So can I just so first of all the the the, the news hook as you say is that this is now the reader which is reader.readwise.io mm-hmm. is in beta, and it's really cool. So it does a lot of the stuff that you would do out of like Instapaper or whatever, but it does more. Like remember how it's real cool how like you can hook up your Instapaper to, in my case, in Pinboard. Mm -hmm. So anytime, for example, I add anything to Instapaper, it gets, I I have it set up to be read later and private, but you know, there's like APIs for connecting to things. Well, if you go to Readwise, just to start here, go to Readwise and click on uh, the top in the top there and go to like as the connections. Like once you're logged in, there's so many different ways that they've been really smart about letting you sync your highlights from like iBooks, like from Apple's books, from Kindle, all these different things. You can upload like a, a text file. It's all really cool. Different highlighting services. But Reader is a whole other new thing. And Reader is their new Read It Later app. That is in beta, and where do I f and begin? It'll sync with stuff like Instapaper. Mm-hmm. So you could say, when I add something to Instapaper, which is still my go-to, just read an article app, it goes into here. That's cool. Uh, another one off the dome. It's got an area called Feeds, that, where it could be if you've got a handful. I wouldn't use it for hundreds of you know feeds, but you know, and it's not going to replace Net Newswire, but. Right. There's a section where you could say, I like I added recently, re-added Matt Howie's whole lot of nothing because oh, yeah. he's been he's, he's active again. He's active again. Um, but I'm just gonna do a quick grab bag. Just go and look at this. If you like something like Instapaper, but really wish you had more, holy God, get in on this beta if it's still I imagine it's open. I think it's a public big beta. Mm. Big, big beta. <laughs> you um how about this though? Uh Okay, so you, you see in this interface, if you're at readwise.io slash read, you'll see that, that what their app looks like. Yeah. It does so many things that so many other things do, and they do it well. Show me just things that I could read really fast. Show me just things 
that are long reads that could take longer. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this, Dan? Uh, mm. Everyone, uh, you ever get an electronic? You ever back up your, your copy of the Magna Carta to an EPUB? <laughs> Guess what? They have a section where you can upload EPUBs. Oh, that's handy. So that's that's currently where I'm reading a supposedly fun thing I'll never do again. Um, you can also hook it up with email to say this is something Matter does, but in this instance, you can say like, oh, is there like, do, are you subscribed to things like newsletters? Or you, of course, there's an email address where you can forward things there. Hmm. PDFs, Dan. PDFs are important. Well, it's all in one place, dude. And uh, I mean, new things now, like if you add a link from YouTube, you can watch the YouTube video. And as of yesterday's release, you, you, you not only get the transcript, but it follows along in the transcript as you're watching the video. Um, but what is the big thing? The big thing is highlighting. This is so great because that's what they do, right? They're the highlighting people. Mm-hmm. But how many times, how many times has this happened to you? You know, you've got stuff like in this case, something I want to mention on the show and I want to like highlight something to read, right? It's got, it's got, if you're inside their app without any meta key, you just select and it highlights it, which you can turn on or off, Right. But guess what? Once you've added the page in your web browser, in my case in Safari, and apparently, by the way, their Chrome extension is just monkey balls. But I, I refuse to use Chrome. But you're in Safari and you bookmark something from the bookmark something from the Washington Post, <laughs> and then you guess what? You can immediately start highlighting on the page you're reading. It reloads the tab if it needs to, and then you can be highlighting on the page. That highlight is synced up across all of your devices. Of course, then, because they're the highlight people, you can import and export all of your highlights. All very cool. Um, But then it goes even further. Like, there's a thing, there's a service I had not heard about. And this is really, like, buried in a hamburger menu somewhere. But Ghostreader is this thing that will summarize. uh, The quick version is it's a service for summarizing text. But you can also ask questions. You can build prompts. So anything you read, it's all in one place. And then let me just open the floodgate. Yes, it's got tags. It's got notebooks it's got a notebook for where you can like keep notes on any of these things like i don't know if it's going to reach the level of something like a you know a pkm uh, per, sorry personal knowledge manager i don't know yeah. if this is going to be like the next devonshire or devonshire devon devon think devon think i was just watching uh, an english movie um and uh but it does all of that and it does uh oh wait i lost my train of thought uh, if you need all that in one place, it, it's all here. And if you need to manage a large amount of stuff, like if you're doing research for a big project, or for that matter, if you're somebody who has a blog, a lot of ways in, a lot of ways out, a lot of what have yous. <laughs> a lot of strands. Lot, I mean, I have found this incredibly powerful, and that ability to highlight is extremely addictive. And to know that it'll then sync across all of the things. And it's just, I, you know, we use that phrase like, is it a Mac ass? Mac. I don't know if this is an anything asked anything title, but <laughs> but it it everything that it does, they've thought about it and it's smart. So you see how there's, there's sections down the side. You've got like home, you got library, you got search, you've got articles, you can customize all of these things. You've got, you know, uh, PDFs, whatever. All that stuff is great. Uh Twitter stuff. You can, you know, get stuff from Twitter, like whatever. Right. Um, but then inside of each section, there's specialized things for each type of thing. So like if I'm in, let's go to a regular old article and I get options for, I can add a note, I can change metadata about it, uh, reset the reading uh, progress, enable a public link, all that kind of stuff. Oh, by the way, if it's a a good document or article or whatever, say for example, you add the Wikipedia page for Saoirse Ronan. I think that's her name. 
Um, anyway, you add something. If it's got H1s, H2s, a structure, guess what? You get a table of contents that'll oh. help you jump to different areas. Extremely cool. But if you go, and I'm almost done, I swear to God. So if I go to PDFs, and I, I, I do find this very handy. So like inside of PDFs, you get a lot of that same stuff. You get notebooks, you get, you get links. It's just very thoughtfully thought out. Yeah. And uh, I like it a lot. I don't know anything. I can't vouch for the business, the people, the anything. They might be monsters. I don't know. But this is that rare thing that comes along that I not only always kind of wanted, but I've always kind of known I needed. And it's really good. And I wanted to say congratulations and Hakuna Matata. That's a lot. I mean, you have had a lot to say. And I think that that's... Um, I've been using it for weeks. I can't say a damn thing. Now you can. Now I can. Now you can. Um, so that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, it's fiddly if you want to be fiddly or it's just straight up if you want to be straight up. But, you know. Sure. Anyhow... And, and but it's really also okay. So and the other thing, last thing, last, blah, 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 is it is an app for all of those things. It's an app for bookmarking. It's an app for making notes. But it really is an app for reading, right? So mm. like that's why I say when you open this thing up, you know, your the context in your life would make you want to do different kinds of things. And so, but if you're just there to read, if you got a second, you're waiting in line. Bring me something short. Show me something long. Show me what I. It's almost like Plex. Show me what I could pick back up on. It's really cool. Here's a screen grab I'm going to send you of what happens when you look at a YouTube video and it has the transcript. Um, so big ups. Uh, thank you for having me on your beta. I'm sorry I had to chose really to, to be so undignified and begging to be in it. But, you know, there you go. Here I am. There you are. Oh, oh man. That's cool. Great idea. Ready to do our product updates for the year, our big picks? Okay. Yeah. The big yeah, stories, big, mm -hmm. the faces, the names, and the news. <clears throat> sure. I could talk about my compost bags. Uh-huh. I mean, I have I have two topics, one big, oh! one, one small. Well, let's see. What is this? Uh, oh, you know, we I think we have a sponsor this week. Is that anything you'd want to tell me about? Yeah, I would love to tell you about our sponsor. Guess who it is? It's it's And it's perfect for this time of year because it's <gasps> the gift-giving season. Uh, it's Squarespace. Squarespace. Wait, where's my bell? Who moves my bell? I'm going to find out. Squarespace. Yeah, Build it beautiful. Build it beautiful. That's that's their motto. That's what they do. Uh, they I mean, like 10 years stuff. ago it was. <laughs> is it not anymore? What is it now? I don't know. I'm uh, I'm going to get more iced tea. I'm stealing that bit from from whom? From Elliot Kalen on the Flophouse. He started styling it as build it, comma, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It was really so, just build it beautiful. So if you go to squarespace.com right now, it says everything yes. to sell anything. Start your free website trial today. And then in really big text, it says grow your business online. It shows you I can do that. Create a website. There's all these cool things that you can do with Squarespace. The big if you thing, land on slash it's your show, do we get... I'm sorry, I'm back from my tea. Yeah. If you land on it's your show, the slug, as you say, mm. is there anything there that promotes our program? Oh, let's, let's see what happens if I do that. Let's do it. Okay. It's your show... Does Merlin quit creeping on us? No, it doesn't. It redirects right. though uh, to okay. like a special URL that probably is how they give us credit. So, uh, are uh, you trying to sort of telegraph to the audience you'd like them to visit Squarespace.com/slash/it's your show? I feel like that's what you're trying to do. Do you think I oversold do. it? Do you think clandestine I did too much? activities? Well, you know, to get people, to, there's lots of ways you can. At least I've read read in books that there's lots of ways to get people to do what you want. Tell me, and like, tell me as many of them as you can. No. Okay. See, that's called, uh, that's called when you negative somebody. Yeah. See, now I made you want to know. I do. 
right? But 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 I won't do it. I'm withholding, as they say. Oh, actually, that, that's funny you mentioned because there's something I yes. really wanted to tell you. Were you right there on your second and a half topic? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tremendous site. I use it all the time. I use it for the Roderick Online podcast. Uh, and like I'm using a really Jurassic version of mm. Squarespace that I can't even, I don't even want to talk about it, what I'm no. using, just because I hate changing things. And I, yeah. I know I, I think they even offered to help, but I'm like, nah. Well, <laughs> see also QED, how this morning has gone for us. I don't like talking about the show on the show, but if you want to talk about the show on the show, that could be a website. Cause guess what? You go, you get your website and, and Dan, if you want to be found on the web, you got to also get you a domain. Now, do they do that? Do they make, is there a way for you to get a domain? <laughs> they be do honest it, with man. Me? They do be it. Be sure, man. I'm so sure. They're overselling it a little no, bit. They negative do, it. They, do yeah. it. they I'm gonna, Just as I scroll I do, down this I, page. Dan, I want people to go there. Tell people where to go, please. They need to go to squarespace.com slash it's your show. It's your show. And scroll down about halfway, and okay. it's going to tell you all the things that we like to talk about, that you can sell anything talk, online. Talk about the F's, F's and B's. You can schedule appointments. You can sell classes. It lets co- customers, clients come in and, and book your time based on your own availability. It's tremendous. Then they have this one that's called gate your community with membership sites. This is something we haven't even talked about, but they're Mm. saying, look, you can take virtual classes, workshops, newsletters. Yes. Podcasts, video series. It creates a member area that helps you build and potentially monetize your online community. I love, I love having an area that isn't, I'm not slagging on any of the well-known ways people gather online, but if you had stuff like, Oh, you know, subscriber only downloads. Mm. You could do that on a real website that mm-hmm. doesn't require a different app. That's right. And here's the thing about websites is by and large, unless there's been a change in the way Ventura handles audio, the thing that's nice <laughs> about websites is you can look at any kind of any kind of page on it mostly. Yeah. I can't vouch for that. I'm n- I'm not Tim Berners-Lee. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Is he Swiss, Dan? I couldn't tell you. Mm, okay. But uh, the, um, the one thing know. is that they do email campaigns now. They're like a yeah, mailing exactly. site and everything. Like they do it all. What do you need more? If, if all you had is Squarespace. They don't charge you for these things, Dan. Time was every piece in that stack was a different thing. And, and here they're saying it's all here. But you know what the beautiful part is when you build it beautiful? is It's, it's still your, it's your site. It is. You know what I mean? I do. Mm-hmm. It's still yours. It's all yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, a really, it's a really good thing. And um, I like to mention this occasionally. I hope it gets through to people. You may not think Squarespace is right for you, which is wrong, but fine. With that said, if you are like a, a, a geek or a techie person, you know how to do things. Or for that matter, if your family thinks you're a geek, some of you will soon be subjected to family. And for that, I apologize. <laughs> but you're maybe somebody who comes along and goes, oh, you know, I have, my, I have this new uh, QAnon group that's really into knitting. Like, how could we make... And Facebook won't let us have an account. Let me start over. If somebody needs a website, you could tell them about Squarespace. If you're a really good friend and you celebrated uh, the the literal birth of our Lord, you could gift them, as Dan says, with setting up the website. But guess what? What does that mean? Am I in the webmaster business? Uh, Nah. Nah. You're out that business. And that's Christmas. It's a time to say I love you. Share the joy, the laughter, and the tears. Squarespace.com slash it's your show, and you're gonna get 10% off your first purchase uh, with our very special offer code. Yeah, our very special offer code, it's your show. (laughs) That's Hmm. what I get for opening up the website I want to talk to you about next. 
Okay, so that was not a, that was not a voice assistant responding. No, that was that was I didn't, me. I didn't hear what the words were. I just heard of somewhat, and I don't mean this to be sexist. It, it was a website where a very hectoring woman started talking. <laughs> yeah, that was one of these little ads that plays a video as soon as you go to the website. Oh, Dan Wiper, W I P R. And because so some inside baseball, Merlin and I were doing things with the. Um, with his audio setup, so I had I had hey, my. Hey, we're doing this with both our audio. I setup. usually mute my mm. main audio so that in the case of something like that, it wouldn't. No one would hear it. But anyway, sorry, mm. sorry about that woman. Yeah, yeah but uh, <laughs> a poor woman. That poor woman. A poor woman. Yeah. Talking about the ringer. <clears throat> it's a uh, squarespace.com slash. It's your show. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting uh, back to work. Right. And all the of the things. Yes. Um, that's all there. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's mostly what I and I would love to follow your lead. I'd love to meet this hectoring woman. Mm-hmm. Hectoring woman. It also sounds like Woody Allen. Mm. Whenever I talk about the time I push that woman on the airplane, I like to say, I push that poor woman. You're a beautiful woman. <laughs> it's that time of year when Merlin impersonates cancel people. You want to hear my um uh, Harvey Weinstein? Yes. Oh. <clears throat> Let's save it for the end. Uh, Dan, ticka, 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 ticka. what's on your mind, Dan? What's going on? This, uh, the, this, this, the holiest uh, season of the year. What's going on? Well, there are two things that happen. One of them is a quick little thing that I think is what I should start with, and then the other is a topic that okay. I wanted to get into with you. I love this. Uh, so the first one, I'm just glad this, people are here, Dan. I me mean, too. I, I think there are. I can't prove it, but I think there are still people who listen to the show. And I just want to say thank you for that. I, I mean, when I say I don't know why you do that, I, I don't. But if you you have, probably have your reasons, maybe maybe you're a hostage. Mm-hmm. And this is they gave you like a Zoom player. Yeah. And it's in the future or you don't know what year it is. But whatever it is, we're here and Dan's about to say something. Well, yeah, I had a I've been I've been doing a little bit more traveling recently. And one of the things that I really love to do on the plane or traveling or whenever is, you know what? I'm weird. I like to read. I like to read stuff. And, um, and so I've always enjoyed a real physical book. As you know, Merlin, I'm an English major back in my college days. My mom's an English professor, lit lit professor in some cases. And so I've always loved books and loved reading and all it's of a, it's a, a word house, a Casa de Palabras. Yes. And for I'm, me, I may or may not be right. No, it's right. For mm. me, um, holding the book, reading the book, everything is, is great. But I also understand that like, this is the real world. It's a modern day. Things change. You get to get with it. So when they started coming out with better e-readers, like the Kindle Paperwhite, oh, sure, sure. yeah, I, yeah. I got on board with the Kindle Paperwhite because for the first time, the screen actually looked good. It was illuminated. It was self-illuminated. And it's bright enough to read, but it doesn't hurt your eyes. That's right. That's the, I've, I think that's the one I've got. I think I've got the Paperwhite with the little brown cover. So I had it's a got, 2018 yeah. one. Does it have like a like a two level kind of like it has a dent in it almost? I think that's what I've got. Let me find it. Or an Oasis. I think what that one's I the older one. Um, okay. The Oasis has the physical buttons that turn the pages for you i've got that. the newer okay so then that's the oasis the newer kindles that are not non-oasis ones you either tap or swipe on the side of the screen to turn the page is it responsive enough for that to feel good it, it, i the swiping feels wrong the tapping mm-hmm. feels fine holy crap i got this in 2017 right i felt i felt guilty when i got this because i'd already had other kindles before but i've been using 
I still use this at least a couple times a week. I have, can I just tell you what I've got just for comparison? Yeah, of just course. So you know? Okay, sorry. <clears throat> Kindle Oasis E reader, previous generation, ninth graphite, seven inch high resolution display, 300 PPI waterproof. <laughs> built in waterproof audible. now. Oh, built in audible, 32 gigabytes Wi Fi closeout. <laughs> And it's nice if you think about it because, yeah. you know, having something that is, uh, that is waterproof, you would think, oh, you know, you're sitting by the pool or something like that. And you're in the bath. Not, yeah, in the bath. When, I yeah. had a brutal argument with a friend of the show, just a tear down argument in front of Jonathan Colton at, um, at South by Southwest one year. We argued about the Kindle because he said until it's waterproof, you won't buy one. And, and it was really embarrassing to both of us. And Jonathan Colton was very uncomfortable. But that, that, I'm, what I'm saying is this is an argument that goes back. Why so would you, I get this if I can't read it in the bathtub? Do you remember back in the 90s when mm-hmm. there were 137 different kinds of Mac that you could buy? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember the, the, the period. Yeah, you're talking about the, what's the guy's name? You know, the guy. But before the uh, ICEO time period. Yeah, but you could get, there was like performance. Sully, wasn't that the guy's name? Yeah, he was the guy with the birds. He yeah. hates birds. Yeah, but but you could get like uh, oh Scully, right? Scully. What I say, Scully, Scully, whoever. Yeah, you think of that guy. I don't, you know birds. what? Better forgotten. It's also played by Tom Hanks. <laughs> but you, um, but there was you could go to Sears. <laughs> they had, you had those LCs. Remember the pizza box? You got the LCs. There were so many. Macs so many. And, and then you also had the because they licensed the guts. I think that's a technical term. You yeah. get like a like my lady friend so in our in our basement. We still have her. Power computing Mac. Oh yeah, yeah. From yeah. probably ninety eight. Maybe I mean, those were those were weird machines. Okay, so I the, do remember that time. The, yes, the Amazon has the same problem I think with the Kindle because let me just I'm going to tell you all the especially different kinds. if you don't know which if you're new to this and don't know what you want or oh, you're why screwed. you want it you're screwed. It's, it's like trying to buy a computer. It's like trying to go to like the, the Dell site and comparing. Like, are you an educator or an informer <laughs> right. or? A, and you're like, I just want a thing to read. Now right. give me like, the second like why, best. What's why the second does, best one? Why does whether I own a guinea pig affect what computer I should buy? You'll find out. You'll find out. Read all of this. Out. So there are there are many kinds of Kindles. Well, Wirecutter recommends that you get the second cheapest guinea. Pig. I know, but I'll I'll talk about Wirecutter's recommendation in a second. So they have the Kindle. The Kindle Paperwhite, the Kindle Paperwhite Signature Edition, the Kindle Scribe, the Kindle Oasis, the Kindle Kids, and the Kindle Paperwhite Kids. And I want to mention that the Kindle is available in two colors, the Oasis two colors, Kids three colors, and Kindle Paperwhite Kids three other colors. Um, the prices on all of these are different. The Kindle is 99 bucks. The Kindle Paperwhite is 109 bucks. The Kindle Paperwhite Signature is 144 uh, Just real quick, Dan, uh, the, some of those, are you leaving out the phrase, one of my ultimate favorite phrases, are you leaving out the phrase with special offers? On I'm, I'm getting to that, but yes. <laughs> um, there is uh, the uh, Kindle Scribe. There's the Oasis, the Kindle Kids. Uh, okay, so wait, the Scribe, 339 The Oasis, 200 bucks. The Kindle Kids 119 and the Paperwhite Kids 159. Now I'm not going to take the rest of the show and talk about the differences. Here's what I'm going to say: Nobody should be buying the Kindle. That's a, it's junk. Oh. Yeah, you want the Kindle Paperwhite. Oh, again, I'm sorry. When you say Kindle, that's like iPad, where there is right, there's a yes. bunch of iPads, but there is one called iPad. Yeah, which is yes. See, so they should call that Kindle Prime or something. Yeah, there is no there is no Kindle. I mean, there's no reason to buy the regular Kindle. You want either the, the Paperwhite because the Paperwhite has the good screen. It has. It's like buying the cheap Synology. Like you're going to find out very quickly you the, bought the wrong. You bought one. the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know they have variants of how much storage they have. There's the big topic is lock screen ads, 
where if it has a lock screen ad, then it shows an ad when it is sort of asleep. It shows an ad. It's fine. I have no problem with that. I thought I would hate it, but I didn't uh, on my 2018 one. The scribe okay. has a stylus that lets you write. An, I'm sorry. Dan, Dan, I'm so sorry, but just there's an ad for what? Is it for a book? Um, usually it's books and stuff. Yeah. And I never, so the, I've never why, really but, but, paid what attention is, what is to the it. call to action for an ad on a Kindle? Is it pressing know. a button and taking you to the Kindle store? No, Cause like, where would you go? Uh, unless it's for Coca-Cola or something or Tide uh, Pods. No, I think it's just, just a book that maybe they want you to, it's like a billboard. What's the CTA? I don't know. I've never done it. Okay. I just avoid sure. it. Go. You can apparently pay later to Seems unlock like they'd want to know. the ad, but the, yeah, the Oasis, yeah. the big difference with the Oasis is um, that it it let it has the page turning buttons. Um, the Kindle Kids just has like and a cute I love that when you flip it over, bundle. like I like to read with my left hand, whatever yeah. that means. Oh, it it's a rotating thing if you flip it. Yeah, but yeah, the keys flip too. It's really cool. Right. What I wound up getting, well, what happened was my older Kindle, which was the 2018 one, died. Um, it's the battery just stopped taking a charge. It would say it was a hundred percent charged. I would unplug it and immediately it would say, you know, that the battery had worn out. And I mm. think because there was a period of time where I just wasn't traveling, you know, pandemic stuff where you're just like at home doing nothing. And I think that that, because it probably sat with no charge on it for a long time that it just killed the battery and it died. So, or something, I don't know what. But anyway, it, it, it died. So I needed to get one. I'm going on another trip. I wanted to get it before the trip. And I wanted to get just another Kindle Paperwhite because it's 100 bucks right now. And that's fine. It has the warm light. So if you're like the, like us weirdos that wear the goggles at <laughs> you know at night so that we don't- Or the night gogglers. The night gogglers. So you have the amber color and everything. It, it You don't need it with this. It'll go amber for you. But what I wound up getting instead, because that thing was not going to get here until like after Christmas kind of thing. Um, and I needed it before that cause I get this trip coming. So I, I went nuts and I got the Kindle Paperwhite signature edition. This okay. thing has, it's exactly like the regular Paperwhite, except it's got 32 gigs, which I will never fill. Yeah. It has wireless charging, which I'll never use. It has an auto adjusting front light, which I disabled. It has <laughs> lock screen ads turned off, which is fine. Mm -hmm. And the thing that makes this a billion times better for me, especially when if you're traveling, is guess what? It has USB C to charge with. So rather than um, whatever, the, whatever the mini the or micro one. or whatever the piece of junk is. You don't, you, uh, yo, wait, uh, Danny, ready? You can put this on a shirt if you want. You can what? just have this. Yeah. Avoid the trapezoid. Oh, I like that. Because, you know, it's got that weird shape where you're wrong 50% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So the the big selling point, I think, for me with the signature was that it would be here before I left for my trip. But the second big selling point is that it doesn't have the, um, it has USB-C. The other things that it has, I don't care so much about. Lock screen ads, again, they never really bothered Ugh. me. But the difference in price- I hate it on principle. I hate it on principle too. But the difference in price between the regular Paperwhite with eight gigs of RAM- This is, are you saying you got the Kindle paper? Oh, I want to make sure. I got I'm, the I'm Kindle sorry. Paperwhite, paperwhite signature, signature Edition. I'll put it in the show notes. 6.8-inch display. Yeah. That's not that costly. It's really not. And it's it's 145 bucks compared to 110 bucks. So it's you know 30, oh. uh, 30 and change more- is it worth it? I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of Ram on there. Uh, what is up, worth? But, yeah. So uh, the one thing is I, I reached out to friend, friend of the show, Marco Arment. And 
I asked him because he used to be like way into the Kindle stuff. Like that used to be his his whole jam. Like all he talked about for years was just Kindle. That was it. Like if you tune into one of his other shows, it's just Kindle for like three hours talking about the Kindle every week. Um, <laughs> so I knew he was the right guy to ask, you know, because he's he's like the most expert person that I know about this stuff. So I reached out and I said, hey, like, which Kindle should I get? And he actually surprised his his answer surprised me a little uh-huh. bit uh, because usually I can ask him what to get. And it's like, I don't even need to think about it. I don't even need to think about it. Uh, I Marco, just get Marco what he knows says. Which one at a given time, whether it's headphones, microphones or Kindles. Michael has um, Michael. <clears throat> Marco has a way Mike. of no, let's knowing. call him Michael. Michael has a good way, has a way of knowing which is the good one. Just tell me which is the good which one. Which is a good one. I don't want to research it. I just want I you to I don't want necessarily the best and most costly one ever. But like, what's the one everybody gets? What's the good one? He chimed in and told me what wallet to get too. But I- uh, <laughs> Awesome, that's great. I know, I am not ready to reveal it. He oh, said, sure. he was saying the last time that he got a Kindle, he said, I, 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 don't, I do not have his permission to share this, but I'm doing it. Mm. He's, yeah, I mean, I think he'll be okay with it. It's not super personal. Okay. He says he went with the best one, the Oasis, because it was the only model with physical page turn buttons. And I find that to be a far nicer and more reliable experience than using the touch screen on every page turn. As far as I know, the Oasis is still the only model with page turn buttons. If I had to replace mine today, that's probably the one that I would get. Um, And, um, and I said, uh, I said, you know, like I'm more of a, you know, physical notebook person. I don't really care about the scribe. I don't care about that. And, uh, and I said, you know, I like the concept of the Oasis, but I've used the Paperwhite forever. I don't care about the buttons. It doesn't matter. And it's like, I don't want to spend an extra hundred bucks to get that. And he's like, yeah, he's like, get the cheap one and throw it away. And, Hmm. um, you know, and I think that, uh, I think that he had, you know, he had a point there, but his recommendation for the Oasis, I think, I think it's a good one. If you want a physical tactile, I've turned a page thing, you kind of have to go with the Oasis kind of have to. I, 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 I don't know. I just, I have these things I would like to say, but in life, but like the chicken problem as Alex and I call it prevents me from saying, cause I, I really don't want to sound fancy, but there's a thing that I, th- I think sometimes, which is that life is too short for bad Kindles X. Mm. Yeah. So like I, on, um, I think it was an Instacart, um, replacement, but one time, which is that I got this like off brand, uh, Ziploc ish bag, a zipper bag. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those it's got like two channels, you know, it's got the whole nine and it takes so much concentration to make it close. And even when it, even it does close. And so, I mean, I don't use them for mission critical stuff. It might be just that I make ice at the office and I want to bring it home. Mm-hmm. But like every time I do it, I think the same thing. And I feel guilty that I think this every time I think life is too short for shitty Ziploc bags. <laughs> And yeah. I know that sounds like I'm <laughs> no, not really, I'm not trying point. to be like, but like there are things in life where life's too short for that. I mean, like, like there used to be that you had a a, a suitcase and then mm-hmm. you get a suitcase with wheels. And then eventually people figured out a way to make an, an inexpensive suitcase with wheels. Life is too short for an inexpensive suitcase with wheels. But mm-hmm. I don't mean that you have to spend a lot and get ripped off. What I do mean is like, you know, it's like Mae West said, if you marry for money, um, you'll, you'll earn every nickel. And like, if you buy certain kinds of things because it's the least costly one, you're going to be so bummed. I mean, like a pocket knife, a pen, like it's just the stuff where you're like, I want the good one. Do you know what I mean? And like Ziploc bags really typify that to me. And I have to say in the same way that I now sort of weirdly low key dread closing one of those Ziploc bags, that's exactly how I feel when I have to 
use something through a, a not very good touchscreen interface. It brings back I, the trauma of my chumby title. <laughs> the trauma of my chumby, where I where it was so difficult to press the screen on the chumby, yeah. and I bet it's fine. But like I've the the, the one that I've got, I think was the nice one when it mm. came out, mm -hmm. and it's not. It ain't no iPhone in terms of responsiveness. It's not because people go, oh, it's a unique string. It works fine for me. It's like, I get it, I get it, I get it. But if I'm laying in bed with a CPAP mask on with something in my left hand, I all I want to do is use those buttons and have it go and right. not have to check, did it did it, did it work? Yeah. But but you, 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 don't, you just want a way to read and take away all the fuss. That's all I wanted. I want to have want this it. stuff. Yeah, you want I want to yeah, read yeah, it. Yeah. I want to read it now. I respect that. I do. You know. So, so anyway, what's, your, just, what's your instant review? My instant review, I, you know, having had it for uh, like 24 hours, okay, you know, it's much nicer than the 2018 one that I had. It's got a much bigger screen. It, uh, and like a lot bigger, mm. it has this auto adjusting. Like I said, I turned, turned that off. I don't need that. I don't need help. I know. I know how bright, for bright brightness in the room, you know, like I appreciate auto adjusting on like a phone where you, you, you don't mm. know what environment you're going to be in. And like, if you're. God forbid you have to do, take your phone in a restaurant or something and it's like darker in the restaurant. You want it to dim it, you know, or mm -hmm. like if it's at night, you don't want it to or be like night, You don't want your partner to be kept awake by like, yeah. I've had iPads where I couldn't get it low enough that I was comfortable that I wasn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. A, a modern iPad, like an iPad pro is so bright. It's, oh, it's yeah. so like, um, just unnecessarily wonderfully bright, which is fine until the minute you don't want it to be bright. Right. And like, I appreciate that with a smaller device that I'm taking around, but like, I, I'm not going to like whip the Kindle out and, and I didn't, I'm not, you know, it's like, I can adjust it myself. It's fine. I get it. So, you know, that kind of thing is not necessary for me, but, uh, overall, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a great device. I can't think of a better thing to take around with you. It's small. It's very, very thin. You need to get one of the little cases that they charge a ridiculous $30 for, um, but you just need one of those because otherwise it gets all scratched up and looks horrible instantly. I so. also like the case for mine has extra battery in it, which is nice because oh, that's hot. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty like it's pretty low key, but um, yeah, I mean like it's it, but you know it's another one of those things though where it's it, it can have so much to do with we we I talked about like pocket knives, but like a kitchen knife, like you might get the one that's considered the nicest, but it really isn't appropriate for what you do the most and right. it doesn't feel good. You don't no. know it until the minute you're using it. Yeah, it's hard to know whether this will be right. And so, but so far, twenty four hours in, you're okay so far. Yeah, it's, I mean it's 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 in every way better than my older one, and you know I. I how much how much better can they really get it is it is what it is it does what it does given and, the constraints yeah yeah i mean it's have you ever fun. looked at kobo <clears throat> no this is one that jason snell has talked about a lot i'm not i'm not trying to sell it but anybody out there look it's it's intriguing partly because kobo i think takes a different approach but there's a few different e-readers oh i have seen i'm looking this up now i'll put it in the show notes i have seen this one before and there are other devices that are compatible with you know, with Amazon's Kindle service, you can I'll buy a link one. from last. Actually, this is, this is old, but it'll give that you the buttons. gist. Well, this one this is an old link, but it's on to, to Jason's wonderful six colors, Jason and Dan's site, six colors. And it's the 2021 e-reader roundup. Now, so this is just a little over a year ago, Kobo Sage, Kobo Libra two Kindle paperweight uh, reviews. But that, at least you can follow some links from that. If you're intrigued by looking at what your options are. Ah, this looks pretty cool. It has one of the one. It has a model like the Oasis with the buttons. The cases look really cool. They look like you, origami you use in the style bathtub? cases. You use in the bathtub. I don't take baths. Mm -hmm. I'm a guy that gets in a shower. Um, 
But no, I, I, imagine, thought, I, was, I thought you were implying that you just don't wash. I get the feeling you no, wash. No, no, I wash very thoroughly Q and frequently. U A R A. You better believe it. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, the, the you're talking about the typhus. The yeah, that's what Spark did. I think <laughs> there was one time when Hughes found out that one of his employees, his wife, was yeah, ill, had, had his, cancer. And, and, and so, he, so a guy it's in the movie, it's in the aviator when he's in the theater phase. So he has a guy that he works with, I think whose wife, his has wife cancer. had got sick or had something and he had something, but it wasn't contagious. No. And he would no longer allow that person for, I think it was like two years before he allowed the man back at work, physically at work. It's an abundance of caution, Dan. And no one wanted to telecommute back then. WTF, WTF from home. Yeah. I'll put this in notes. So that so anyway, uh yeah. highly recommended if you're looking for a Kindle ebook reader to get this signature one. They, or the they were people find show notes for episode six zero zero of your back oh, to work. Six hundred. Oh. They're gonna go to back to work limo slash six hundred. You'll find links in there. I have not added an abundance of links because I knew this is gonna be a flyer episode. Yeah. I don't want to confuse people, Dan. I no. feel like I already confuse people so much. So my real topic, though, uh -oh. is more of a, and I just, now, now that we're- more of a comment than a question, Dan. We're using this old school technology today. Um, <laughs> so you can see how long we've been on the phone, but we've been recording for about 40, 40 or so minutes. So my question for you is this. Yes. I, I, I am, as you know, I am a physical paper notebook kind of guy. Uh, that's, I've always been that way. I have tried so many times to use an iPad or another device as a note-taking device with a stylus. I don't like it. It's great for here, like, it's not just, it's not merely a paper fetish. It's just, a, no, no, no. But I mean, like, like, I love the idea of using an Apple pencil for taking notes. But the truth is if I use an Apple pencil, I don't use it very often. I use it for something usually that's not writing. Yeah. I mean, I, I that for just going like to say other, that. Again, to refer to Jason Snell, when he uses Ferrite, now Ferrite 3, to do podcasts, to, um, you know, mix or edit podcasts on an iPad, mm -hmm. is like there's a lot you can do with an Apple Pencil. Oh, and it's yeah. ironic that we came at the Apple Pencil as a way to write. Mm -hmm. When, if you, like, really the future of that quote unquote stylus, you know, they blew it, right? Um, <laughs> the future of that stylus is really all about going way beyond writing. Like, we have ways to write that are very efficient, but other kinds of things, not necessarily. Right. Like, what if you what if you had something called for the sake of argument, I know this is blue sky solutioneering, but let's say you had something like an Apple Pencil six. But what if it had the functionality of say an MX mouse? Mm -hmm. MX Master mouse. Like what mm -hmm. if you had more than just one button that does stuff? Yeah. You know, and not need a tablet. Um but but you know, it's I. But you're so. I'm just to clarify though. You're not saying boo. Everybody throw out your iPad. No. You're just saying like right now. Like I've got a studio just studio whatever the expensive Mac. But also in my hand, right here is a pen where I'm writing in a notepad because that's just easier sometimes. It's faster. And like my brain, this is so difficult to describe without sounding mental. Mm. My brain knows how to capture this. Sometimes right. that's Siri. Sometimes I've got whiteboards like a crazy person. I got whiteboards around my office. And with, you know, Expo click pens. So I don't oh, with like the cap. little pieces of yarn connecting the different It's called a crazy wall, Dan. Yeah, it has yeah. a name. Yeah. Um, but my brain knows, my mind knows like where to put this. Yeah. And, you know, just it's to make yourself always 
I, see, that's a straw man. But I, anyway, I'm just I'm sorry. I derailed you, but I totally agree with you. I feel exactly the same way. There's days where I think I've called them clear the decks days, but there's days where like, OK, I'm going to be super focused today. I'm turning off. Not that I'm like unplugging the rotor or that mm. kind of, you know, red herring mm-hmm. MacGuffin thing. Mm-hmm. But like I, I've got this notepad and everything I need to write down or do anything about I'm going to do in the notepad. That was praxis when I was a project manager because there was not a way to be a project manager in the moment on a Mac. And it did make a ton of sense to have physical notes. Mm-hmm. The note we were watching, and the reason I'm thinking of Saoirse Ronan, is my kid uh, got me to watch, uh, oh, what's it called? It's the Agatha Christie Mousetrap 1, but it's got Saoirse Ronan and uh, Sam Rockwell. And uh, 1953 takes place. Oh, you know what it's got? It's got Carl from Triangle of Sadness, isn't it? The dude, the, the influencer. Oh, He's yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays a young Richard Attenborough. We call him Dickie. Mm. But the joke in the movie is Saoirse Ronan. God, I love we also watched Hannah. Oh, such a good movie. So Sharon and like writes everything down. She's like, again, she's like Nicholas Angel in Hot Fuzz. She writes everything in the book. And that becomes important in the movie that she's written everything down. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're, you know, with me, I'm like filling it around and like, just, I know you can do it from the lock screen and there's so many ways, but I'm totally sympathetic to, to the, to the paper fetish. Well, yeah. I mean, I love it. And I've always felt, I've always felt that way. I've always enjoyed that. And I, despite, you know, despite trying to use other solutions, I always wind up coming back to the thing that I, you know, the thing that I really like, Oh yeah, uh, which is, you know, like a pad of paper and a pen and we can get all like nerdy about when we, and we have on this show about, Oh, what kind of paper, what kind of pad, what kind of pen. And you know, like I'm not doing that today, but it's not, it's not, well, I mean like it's, it can be difficult sometimes to, I, phrase I find myself using all the time now and I'm always happy to talk about um, not everything is everything yeah so like sometimes I, what I want to talk about is not the decision like which notebook to want to mm-hmm. make or, or sorry which notebook to buy which pen to use like that that can be an interesting conversation we're talking about something else we're talking about like whatever we're really talking about like writing stuff down with your hand rather than using a device right that's a practice that will have to be interesting to you before you spend a lot of time searching for a notebook. Yes. Otherwise you just you're throwing candles away. That's what it's called now. <laughs> that's that's right. You can throw throw it out with your cheap synology, dummy. So one of the things that I um one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about really comes down to not not the things that we've talked about before, which are what kind of notebook do you have, what kind of pen do you like, why there are different, and this, I just was thinking about this because just the other day I was going to get uh, a new notebook because my last one was used up yep. and then I had a new one that I'd set aside Now I just can't find it. I can't find it. I don't lose stuff, Merlin, but I can't find it. That's so I was, um, I feel crazy. Yeah. Um, so I was, uh, I was sitting there ra- making some notes as I was in a meeting and thinking about some things. And I'm like, you know, there's all these different styles to make notes. I wonder if Merlin has a methodology for making notes, for taking oh, notes, if there's like a system so, that you use, because yeah, there's like, like the Cornell, Cornell system. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah. exactly. I mean, I do. It's really weird and, and personal, but I think we might have talked about this a long time ago. A long the, time, I think. The, the way that I used to do this is more interesting than the way I do it now, although they're related. But I'll also ask you back, do you have a way to take notes? The closest a- that I would have would be kind of I'm if if I'm if I'm pressed for time or I'm I'm not really able to really 
focus on the writing part. I'll just use, I think they call it just the sentence method where you're just writing hmm. down sentences of stuff like thoughts. But normally I will use the Cornell system. Um, can you, I mean, we can find actually while you're describing that to the best of your ability, I'll try and find a link for it. It's one of those things where, uh, I don't know, we need a name for this, mm -hmm. where like anybody who's even like spent a little bit of time playing around in this space is going to roll their eyes because it's the most famous note-taking method ever, probably. Right. Like right. Princeton is another one. But I've got notebooks that are for taking Cornell method notes. Yeah, they make, they make it's those. It's a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, it's very you know, much Bujo, a thing. Bujo, Bullet Journal is another one of those. But... Um, so basically yeah, the, it's, it's ahead, dividing yeah. the page up into four sections and the, the top section is kind of optional because like it, I think this was designed to be like how, if you're attending Cornell, a page on Cornell university's website about it, how there about you that? go. Um, oh, here's a good one. I'll, I'll put this one into the show notes too. So it, it, this has like a nice little diagram on it. It shows the sort of top section where you would write like the header. And if you were in a class, you would write the class name, the date and other things. And then you divide the page from into two columns, one that's about 25 or 30%, one that's 70%. And then at the bottom, you have another you're, you're section. Like, like um, vertical lines. Yeah. And horizontal lines. Yeah. yeah. And then at the bottom, you have another little section where you're kind of putting a summary. So the, the concept is that in the big section, the big 70% and, section. And it's for, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. I'm so sorry. But just to clarify, this was, this is a system that evolved. That would be a, a thing that can be taught to students as like, in the way I would phrase it, until you find a better system, this is a good way to take notes in school. Yes. And to be able to, and importantly, this will be important in my tips is like, okay, what do you do with the notes? To be able to go back and and you know study for an exam, like we've all had those friends. Mm -hmm. I hope we've all had those friends who were smarter than us in high school. My friend Kim always took such good notes. She was my lab partner, and took um, <laughs> you're disloyal. She was my lab partner, and she like she took exquisite notes, and mm -hmm. like it seemed like she had a system where I was like you know oh barium, what's the deal with that you know. <laughs> but yeah, but it can be applied to other things because it's encouraging you to capture. That's step zero. It's encouraging you to prepare for what you'll do with this later. And to do that, then you add just the lightest little bit of structure. That's what mine are too. You have the lightest bit of structure for helping you do something with the notes that you've taken and not mm -hmm. let them just be tears and rain. <laughs> that's right. And that's the other thing is like, we all think about, oh, we got to take notes. We got to write stuff down. Can you use it later? If not, what are you writing it down for? Because we will say, oh, yeah. writing it I'm down writing helps it down you remember, remember it, it later. I'm writing yeah. it down to remember it now. That's what they say at Field Notes. That's their thing over there, the field notes. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's like if you can't refer back to it and you don't know why you did it, I mean, yeah, I'll write, I'll write lists in the notebook of like things that I need to remember, things I need to pack, ideas that I've had, whatever. But I'm talking more about in a situation where you're like, I'm in a meeting or I'm watching a talk or I'm having a conversation or a phone call or whatever, and you need to remember and consciously remember those things. Then what really happens is, you know, you need to write something down and you need to understand what you've written and you need to be able to refer back to it. And so one of the cool things at the Cornell. And, and, yeah. And to, and, but also to find it. That's the weird part. Yeah. And the answer for that in the world of bullet journal, which I'm going to be so nice and I'm not going to say anything mean about bullet journals, even though they're kind of BS, is that like every page you begin with every page being numbered and have an index, mm -hmm. which seems like a lot of fussiness to me mm -hmm, personally. Mm -hmm. But if you can't find this is a, a distinction, I, I forget whether I made this up or heard it from somewhere else, but a distinction that's become important in my life is I've realized I'm organized but not tidy. Mm -hmm. Because in your head, organized and tidy seem synonymous. 
And no, no, I'm not. I'm very organized, but also very untidy. So, for example, I might be organized enough. Air tags are actually the worst example of this. Let's say I've got you know, like weird sized batteries, you know, like those half sized batteries you mm -hmm. put in sensors and stuff, or mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Like I've did. I'm organized in the sense that I knew to put those all in the same place. Do you want to guess what the second part is, though? Mm. Now I don't know where that second place is. Because I'm not tidy. Right. I had the sense to put them all together, but now I've successfully made it impossible for serendipity to give me a battery. And and like that's the thing, is like you have you need a notes. God, I could always go on and on, as you know, about the need for infrastructure in life. And like the ability, like I said something in I think in the wisdom document that the second step in almost every project is the addition of infrastructure. And mm -hmm. I don't even need to know what the first step was. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have infrastructure very early in your project, there will no, be no third step, let alone ninth step. Mm -hmm. Infrastructure is the scaffolding. This is, I think, a paraphrase of Ethan Schoonover. But, you know, he described OmniFocus specifically as being like scaffolding. It's not the building that we're making. We can't make a building until we've got the right scaffolding at the right time mm -hmm. and trust the system. But like your job is not to just build scaffolding to the sky. This is not the book of Genesis. Like don't do that. Like do your work. Mm -hmm. What you need is the, you need, if you need an apparatus or you need a thought technology, find that, but then use it and test it and iterate it in the service of doing shit you care about. Right. And so things like recall, Things like, oh, does this belong in this notebook forever? No, it does not. You don't have to be all GTD to go like, oh, I just remembered this thing that needs to go somewhere else. Well, then guess what? You're going to need a built-in review process from time to time mm -hmm. to look over what you've done and make sure it's all where you thought it should go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, so anyway, you, I was, I was still just... Throwing, no, you're, still, you're, you're doing... Uh, I mean, my system is really dumb, but tell me more about what you're doing here. Well, I mean, honestly, it's really just the Cornell system. I was just going to finish talking about that which is saying like in the main notes area you're writing your key thoughts your notes the stuff that you're listening to or thinking about and you can do it with a little i usually do it in like an outline style where you're writing abbreviations and things and then on the left hand side you're writing down that's like like a keyword or a question or a there were like a like a could be think of it as a memory jogger memory or something. jogger yeah you could, like and this is where for example when i'm trying to locate something it's sometimes I've allowed, I've gotten better at this by allowing my mind, <laughs> something I can't get my beloved family to understand is, you know why I'm better at finding things? Because I don't keep looking at where you think they are mm. or where you think it should be. Mm. If, mm -hmm. if you can't find something, you ready for the spoiler, it's probably under something else <laughs> and it's not under something near where you usually keep it. Right. This right. And this is why I found my wife's wallet in a, in a newspaper recycling basket um oh, no. she doesn't use the bowl but see what's nice is you know you have to, sort of on the left hand side another way to think of it is like it's like prompts it's like something that is going to yes, make you absolutely. little cues or prompts or something like that and i was just wondering like that's what i've been using but i was just wondering you know what are you using sure absolutely well i mean the the, the general answer to that before i tell you mine specifically is that mine specifically is useful for me. Mm -hmm. No guarantee that it's going to be good for you, but I'm happy to share. Um, you know how it is with me, Dan. You don't get the tip. Last week's Due by Friday After Show was really good. I talked about time management mm -hmm. for like an hour. And quote unquote, time management. Imagine two sets of air quotes. But like the thing is, this has been true about if I've ever had anything useful to say, and maybe I haven't. If I've ever had anything useful to say, 
it's not the life hack that tells you how to fix a problem, right? This mm-hmm. is this is this is pretty high level stuff, but it's very important to me. Is that I can't tell you how to fix a problem until or unless you understand why that problem exists and why it's been hard to solve till now, right? Yeah, and this absolutely. is very adjacent to something I'm starting to call "Why don't you just syndrome." When people are always telling other people, well, why don't you just do this? Why don't you just hire more developers? Why don't you just get a bigger building? Why don't you just make the plane out of black box? Like, why don't you just is a great signal that somebody has very little expertise in that problem domain. Why? Because they don't, it's just Chesterton's fence all over again. Mm. You don't understand why that is a problem and why people who are smarter than you haven't found it easy to solve yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You you know, (laughs) right? So like, I feel like, the best advice I can give you is the advice you don't think you need, which is like, I, I can tell you, I, I like this. I think it's a Japanese notebook. I like this notebook. And you know why I like it? I like it because it fits on my desk without getting in the way of my stuff. There you go. It's the uh, Nemosign, M-N-E-M, Nemosign 105, uh, which has a little bit of light structure and, uh, and some dots on it. But I can tell you, uh, so I'm happy to tell you what I do and why, but the the, the takeaway message of this is you're going to need, you the listener, are going to need to spend some time figuring out what works for you, mm-hmm. not what's fun to use. You know, your your, your life What's uh what's Estelle say to George? I got man, man, you're treating your treating your body like an amusement park. Like your your work is not always going to be a pinball machine. You don't get to just solve problems that you want to solve. <laughs> right. Instead, why don't you come at that from a slightly different angle and say like, what have I been really screwing up on? Where I could use some infrastructure if I could use what I believe Corey Doctorow originally called an outboard brain. Um, right. So like, like for me, that is, and this is, again, this is not advice. This is extremely specific to me, but Dan asked, um, I do the lightest sort of structure on a page. If you ever want to talk about my, my bigger system for this with like six sections on a page, I'd be happy to talk about that. But for today, I'm going to send you a photo in a bit. And this is a page in my notebook. And the basic thing I do is I do date each page. And sometimes I reuse a page cause I ended up not needing a whole page. But, you know, I, I put the date on it uh, because I don't want to guess. It, it's dumb. Um, you know, um, it's got a section at the top for title. Here, can you just look that up and then you can see what notebook I'm talking about? Um, just look for... Now, what do I type here? I'm M-N-E... Typing. Okay. Look for... Probably, actually, I probably... Uh, M-N-E-M, like mnemonic. Mm-hmm. O S Y N E, and you've probably seen these in like. I have one of those right here on the on the desk next to me. They have a whole whole bunch. I love this one because it's ring bound. That's critical to me. Side ring bound is huge for me because it's on my desk. It's next to my next to my mouse. I love these. the The ones that they have at the local (laughs) Japanese paper pen store, they only ever seem to get in the kind that uh, flip up. And I I don't. Yeah, but I don't want that because. I like it to flip. I mean, like what I generally do is I'm generally using one page at a time, like right. a person. Yeah. I'm not running around. I'm not flipping, always no. flipping through it. No. For it to be a capture device, it needs to fit into the size footprint that the notebook is and no more. Um, uh, so anyhow, okay, so, but whatever the piece of paper is, or in that, in some cases, even the whiteboard, the most basic thing I do, well, sub zero, I mainly use it for writing down a thing that needs to get done. And as with all of my, something I said a long time ago, um, let me give you a couple of my good quotes. If you want some good pull quotes, um, 
A to-do list should be, could be thought of as a pocket, not an attic, right? A to-do list, right. if you want to put down your aspirations for the future, that belongs someplace else, and for me, for me. So, and further to that point, the way I've described it, specifically back when I was an OmniFocus user, I described OmniFocus, and this is true kind of for test paper. I need a way, I need a dashboard for understanding the next two weeks of my life. Mm. That's pretty different if you mm -hmm, think about mm -hmm. it. What are the commitments to which I am committed? Sure, I can leverage the idea that I feel really guilty about this and that's going to make me scribble things down. But just because there's one thing, I mean, as I said with Syracuse, anxiety is a box of Kleenex. As soon as you pull up one, there'll be another one right there. <laughs> You're never done with anxiety for long. Wow. So don't count on that to be, this is a good one, um, don't count on that to be your best guide for how well your work or life is going. Is like, oh, how many uh, moles did I whack today? That's not the way to think of it. Like that's that's a 202 level of executive, you know, function in mm -hmm. the brain. Mm -hmm. Mainly, I want to write down a thing that I can't do right now or won't do right now. Mm -hmm. So like, I'll send this to you, but like, oh, I wanted to, I got in the program for getting updates to Eve devices where you get matter stuff. I wanted to spend time looking at Ulysses, the new Ulysses. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I wanted to prep, I needed to prep for um, rhetoric on the line. But so that's just stuff I wrote down, right? But what's weird is you'll notice there's a, as you see on this, there's like, if you're looking at the, what the pages look like, I have the dot version. At the top, there's a little, you know, a header, right? There's an area for date, and there's an area for title. And of course, you can use that for whatever you want. I have a little date stamp that I like to use uh, because it's part of my thing. And the date stamp, I try to make a beautiful, doesn't usually work, but like a self-thinking stamp that then I put the date on it at the top. I could write that by hand, but I like using the date stamp. It's part of the process of saying a professional middle-aged man tends to know what day it is. Right. It's right. part of my process. I could write title, usually don't. But then what's interesting is you see that implied column of the date width, which mm -hmm. is about probably a sixth of the page. Mm -hmm. I do the most monkey, monkey brain thing. Someday we'll get into the way that I uh, name tasks, tasks tag. Someday we'll get into the way that I name my tags in task paper because mm -hmm. it's amazing and it's boring and people need to know about it. I never use the same letter of the alphabet to start a tag ever. So house, office, draft, buy online, right? Why? Because I hit the at symbol and one letter and it fills in. And, and that extends to paper, believe it or not. Right. So. If I need to, uh, if I want to look at Ulysses 29, that's going to go somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I put to that in that left column, I put an M for Mac. I don't need to do that. Like my brain will know. But sometimes thinking, forcing myself, in the same way that putting the date on top forces me to be aware of time, sometimes putting the context or tag in that left column is a way of me saying, like, it's a, almost a kind of internal commitment to myself mm -hmm. that I've thought about this just to know how where, when, let alone whether, it'll be done. So that's what I do. I do a weird thing at the bottom of the page. And this, if we ever get into, this is separate from test paper, if we ever get into my multi-section way I used to do things, I think it's very valuable. At, on a given day, there's going to be stuff in your life that you realize is a list. It's, it's different from a random capture of like, you know, Eve Matter Updates, Ulysses 29, bearable, custom... Experiment. No. What about shopping for food? That's a list, right? Yeah, it's a it's list. It's all things you need. Well, yeah, but, but then what's interesting, what about this? 
What if you started the list at the bottom of the page in smaller handwriting over in that column? What if you start your list at the bottom of the page and add items by going up? That uh, retains the shape. Well, it retains the shape of your page. So you're not arbitrarily, one problem with a list is it, or whatever, any kind of ad hoc thing, you start it and you don't know how long it's going to be. That's the point. If you knew how long it was going to be, you wouldn't need it to be a list. But if I end up, I start with what I think are two things I need to make dinner and I end up with eight things, the beauty part is it's growing up, it sounds dumb, grows up from the bottom of the page. So it's almost like if you did a sort on a web page of mm -hmm. ascending versus descending, because they're all, I mean, it's an array. They're all part of the same kind of thing. There's nothing to analyze about that. That could also go for things like errands. I know there's four things I need to do in the neighborhood. So, you know, for me, two columns, lists that start at the bottom, but there's no way to teach this. There's really no way to learn this. There is a way to observe and integrate this thing I'm about to say into your life, which is just not actively, not overtly, don't make it into a thing, but start to notice how you're using wherever you list things mm. and look for patterns Look for opportunities for improvement that involve uh, being better at utilizing the cognitive attention that went into taking that note. I mean, partly because your life's important and you should act like it, but also like, oh, in a GTD. So, for example, if we go to the big boy, if we go to GTD, well, GTD, you only have one inbox in your life. And it's your job to make sure things get in that inbox, whether that is a broken device that you literally put into a box or whether that's a piece of paper where you write down something you haven't processed yet, right? I'm not saying it to be that extreme, but listen, hear, learn, observe. Observe how you use whatever list you're using, and you're not going to need the advice of a middle-aged man on what notebook to buy. You're going to be more like, I almost said Natalie Merchant. I think she's from 10,000 Maniacs. You're going to be like that lady who wrote Writing Down the Bones, who writes in Peanuts notebooks. And, you know, this, is, this should be, it's why index cards are so great. They're meant to be identical and disposable. And and that's in some ways your list kind of needs to be that way. It's the things it's a it's if you think of it as a uh, tabula rasa, each one of those things that you engrave in the cuneiform of your notebook is something that's a potential commitment. And like, okay, so how does that know what am I gonna do about this? Um that the big trick is again behavioral, like what you get out of it. Right. But but the able reason that I used to have a notebook where I would always draw six squares was it very much comported to what I was doing at the time. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you one of those things was I had a little kid. And boy, did I have a lot more stuff to do. It was kid-related when I had a little kid. And so there were things I would, I'm not necessarily like project-related, but like task or context-related, where it was useful to have those, I used to call it ice cube walls. How do you maintain a psychic emotional barrier between work and home when you've got a baby, right. not just because you love it, but because you got to take care of it and you have to learn to anticipate needs. You're going to have to like start thinking differently because the life and the, the thriving of a mm. being depends on you stepping up. And that's going to die. I had a lot to learn, including you know famous stuff of mine, famous in my circles. Like I would always take out my headphones as soon as my house was visible. Mm-hmm. Taking off my headphones is a way of saying, okay, now it's home. You do not look at the laptop because in 2007, it was about laptops. You're not going to look at your laptop until the kid is in bed. Like that kind of stuff. I needed those barriers. Otherwise, everything just becomes the same Ray Kurzweil kind of gray existential goo title. Um, 
But uh, but it is a nice notebook. And I'll tell you something, buddy. Now can we just go? In, now we can go to the fetish stuff. Yeah, sure. I'll tell you what's amazing about this. Did you find it for notes? Or I'll I'll double check. I'll find no, it's you, an A five A five. Sorry, that wasn't helpful. A five five millimeter dot grid. Um, these pages. I'm just gonna say, using this notebook with a tool, T U L ballpoint pen, feels so good. Writing on these pages. I don't know if yours is like this. This nem nemesign or whatever. The pages are so smooth and it feels so good to write on. Sometimes I want a pencil experience where I want a rough pencil on rough paper because that's I want it on like a sketchbook. I want that feeling. I want I want to write big thick lines. But this little needle of a pen makes a beautiful thin line on this very smooth notebook. And it yeah, sure it's aesthetic and there's nothing wrong with that. But it also just this is the notebook. This is the pen. This is where the things go. It's it's sorted. I don't need to. I don't need to worry whether there's a Wolverine in my cutlery drawer. Like I know how this works, and that feels terrific. Nice. Notebooks. Notebooks. <sighs> What's freaking me out is right now. I'm looking at the Cornell University webpage site for Cornell note taking system, uh -huh. and it's using a very similar color pattern, unintentionally, obviously, but similar color palette to 43 folders. Is that CC0000? Is that the red? Is that red? Is that red? I used to know that. Or CC, there's a season zeros. <laughs> anyway, I'm looking at that. There's other ways. Um, I'll tell you what's not, I'm not chiding anybody. I don't mean to yell. I, you can hear me like in the chicken problem. Um, I'll tell you what's not useful is spending a butt ton of time feeling like you need to explore all of the options. What you need to do is start, uh, I sound like a, TED talk, but like, I'm not saying you should fail quickly, but you should fail mindfully. You should, you should start having limited success with whatever you're doing, but, and not mind it because you're using that as an opportunity to figure out what you can do better. So you don't have things that fall between the cracks. And eventually once you're very focused, just go a little bit old school for the holidays. Once you're really focused on the stuff that, that governs why you're doing any of the stuff you're doing, you will get a clarity from that. Mm. Like, Something I really believe. This sounds like something from like Lord of the Rings, but let's go back to that earlier thing. You you have decided you have a certain problem, and now you want to know solutions, solutions, solutions. I'm going to talk to you like you're a dummy for a minute. Mm. I'm going to talk to you like you're a baby, everybody. You ready for this? Why does that problem exist? And why has it been a problem before? That is not a, Those are not questions to be avoided because they're annoying and keep you off your point. It's a, they're really valuable questions. Think about in like just even the basics I understand about engineering. How often it's about figuring out if we're solving the right problem. Mm -hmm. Paraphrase Stephen Covey: Is my ladder against the right wall? Like I I can't help you solve a problem where you don't understand why it's a problem. Because even if I give you the solution, the Merlin Man approved solution, that's not going to change why you in particular have that problem and found it difficult to um, to ameliorate. You know, the, like the late great Westworld, which is, is getting pulled from HBO. It looks like nothing to me. Like it's well, pulled like you won't be able to watch it anymore? It's like pulled pork. And, <laughs> but like, doesn't look like anything to me, she says, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because she's programmed to not notice that that's a door. And like, yeah, I'm not saying you're programmed that way, listener, but like you may be surprised if you change your approach from let's think about how this, why this problem is difficult rather than how do I solve it? I'll tell you a really dirty secret. You're not allowed to be satisfied by this and just walk away to your holiday things. Once you understand why a problem is difficult, once you understand why it exists, the solution will be so much clearer than mm -hmm. anything I could ever tell mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm.
That was good, Dan. That was really one, good. It was one for, one for the ages. Oh, I, I think people are going to love this one. So next time you're talking about wallets or yeah, probably um, all those things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to? I guess, this isn't our last one of the year. No, oh, we, we don't. We, we still have a week to do our, uh, our our picks, our annual picks. Yeah, we got the annual pick time. I don't have any reason. I'll be upset, yeah. and it's episode six hundred one, which feels special for a pick episode. Six hundred one is that an error? Is that like a? <laughs> what, what, what kind is? No, oh, you know what that is? I know what it is. Six hundred one error not found. Um, <laughs> error not found. Hey, um, Dan, let's button this up. All right. Okay, thanks. I love you. Love you too, Marlon, man. Yeah.